I, I, I want to crack it off right away. This is this is just the day where I give Andrew shit. Hayden, did you realize that Andrew's taking over the podcast? Andrew's taking over the podcast. He Wait, It used to be on. that I, I would do the... Are you yelling at me? I don't <laughs> I'm, and both. It's both. Okay, continue. What you, it used to be I would talk about like the transitions and kind of keep us flowing. Uh-uh, last episode, Andrew had every <laughs> transition, every like when we go to Final Thoughts, when we go to the podcast, who's talking next. I was like, oh, fuck. We, See, it's episode the- two, we invited Andrew to be a guest. He became a co-host, and now he's taken over the podcast. You see, it's, this it's is a- my podcast now, bitches. I mean, I'm not surprised. I, anybody could have seen this coming. It was already an Andrew podcast with us like being, you know, side hosts, and now Andrew's uh-huh. hosting himself. It's, it's self-hosted Andrew time. Well, I'm taking it back. This is me, episode 19, taking it back. What a good episode to take it back on, Taking it back. Well, okay, (laughs) I'm glad you're taking it back, but let me talk about me for just a little bit here. Oh, no. No, uh, we can't let him talk about himself. Yeah, 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 wait, wait. (laughs) Guys, before we kick off, I've got a story. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. There we go. All right. Well, well, who's going first? No, no, no. I've got a story, Andrew. We'll we'll cut this in. (laughs) I've got got very exciting news that I'm going to tell you, and then you're going to get excited, and then I'll be like, no, it's this, and then you'll be a little bit annoyed. That's how this is going to go. I got a new pet. Oh! It's a skunk. It's under my deck. I can't get it out. Oh, okay. God, don't excite me like that, Hayden. I know. Well, I I got really jacked like you guys adopted a dog or something, and you're holding it out for the podcast. I, I don't think I could even do that. I'd be oh, like man. calling Jeff Daly. You had me you had me going, dude. Seriously yeah. going. I was really jacked. So how's the skunk situation? Did it spray you guys yet? Not yet. I I have not seen him, but our deck smells like skunk every day. Oh, and man. now we Nikki made an appointment to get him exterminated, but it was five hundred dollars, oh. and I'm like, Psh, oh. I could do that. Oh. <laughs> so how, now so how when are is you this operation happening? That? Yeah. Apparently, skunks don't like strong smells, which is, you know, kind of funny. That's hilarious. So you put really strong smelling chili peppers or like cleaning agents or, you know, they sell little sprays you can put under your deck and then uh, lights. So we've got Christmas lights all up under our uh, every nook and cranny under the house right now. There's jammed full of Christmas lights that we turn on at light. And I think it's really going to work, but it's a it's a process. Wow, this, this could be uh, the I new cannot wait to hear about the failures of this expedition or the huge successes. I'll be happy for a success too. But I mean, would if you one if would you like get your head down there and look in? No, are you joking? <laughs> Hell no! You're just asking for trouble. You're gonna put your head down there and you're just gonna see skunk butthole. No, that's I've been too it, scared. It, I've been too scared. I like turned I on the sprinkler and uh, I, I I like suddenly got stinky and I like edged oh, away. No. <laughs> <laughs> I heard, I, I saw this on Reddit, so, you know, take it with a, just the biggest grain of salt. I read something that was like, skunks won't spray what they can't see. So the best way, there was a whole video of a guy like capturing a skunk, and he just came at it with a black, like, plastic bag, and just like ran at it and covered its face before it could do anything, and just like scooped it up. And I was like, yeah, as long as you've got like a black huh. bag and they can't see you, you just like scoop them up. My friend so this was is what telling, I'm telling you, this. Hayden. You could just catch tell him. Nikki to get a black bag. Tell Nikki she needs to get a, a big trash bag and go after this thing. She's got those uh, long arms. Also, record she's, every moment a, of this. A scooper. Yeah, definitely. This is great Twitter it. content. I we need this kind of content for our Twitter page because I don't post anything except for the episodes. I need to start making fun of celebrities or something to get more traction. That's how they, we... that's how they do it, man. All right, Andrew. Do you want to tell us your story now? I don't even fucking remember what it was, Jeff. Oh, no. I was see? really jacked up about it. I have no clue what I was about to tell you guys <laughs> oh, about. I, no. I have the attention span and the, the, uh, the short-term memory of that skunk that Hayden's trying to capture. This oh, is, man. What? I will tell you guys one thing. Um, I was... Uh, oh, okay. I remember now because I started nice. talking about myself. My brain was like, hell yeah. <laughs> uh, so, I, I'm... <laughs> I'm, MB, I, I'm As you all know, I'm an MBA uh, graduate student. And I'm uh, I have like a million leadership roles because I'm a natural leader, as you can tell through everything I do and say. And so I had so we had uh, the first year MBAs. We do this big the leadership team does this big presentation like, hey, we're your leadership team. We do stuff. Here's what we do. Here's what we're all about. Like we try to humanize ourselves a little bit to make ourselves approachable because that's the whole point of us. Um, and so uh, in my about me section, I said, oh, I have a podcast and uh so we were doing this on Zoom, and all of you are aware of the Zoom chat. The first thing someone said is, of course, this guy has a podcast. <laughs> and I was like, all right, 
<laughs> All right, guys. Fucking cool. Okay? And then uh, we actually got some some of those MBAs are now listening and have uh, our, our, our numbers have spiked. So that's great. I'm glad you're all listening. This is the truest form of myself you can get. So that's great. Anyway, so now this we have a bunch of graduate students listening. Yeah. He's trying to show off for his business friends. He's like, it's my podcast. And we're like, no, 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 no. You're just a guest, Andrew. You're just a guest. I Don't am the longest-term no, guest a podcast has no, ever no. had. Yeah. I'm, I'm just kidding. You're not a guest. You're, you're a co-host for sure. But A co-host on Thanks. almost Thanks, all the Jeff. episodes. Just, not all of them, but <laughs> almost all of them. I am on one less. Yeah. One less. And I have gotten the feedback. I listened to episode one, Where Were You? And I said, eh. look, I know this is confusing, but you got to start episode two for Andrew. It but episode one spells a lot of context, so I think it's important to listen to episode one. You know, It wasn't. I listened to episode one. It was really good. And then I listened to the rest of them, and it wasn't as good. What I genuinely fear that. <laughs> no. I genuinely fear people no. start at episode one. They're like, oh, I love these two. The dynamic's great. The chemistry's amazing. The conversation was awesome. But and then you throw me in the mix, and they're like, I can't listen to this shit. They got to get There's a better nothing guest. Here for this, me. this guest won't They got to get someone else. <laughs> yeah. It is funny. Like When we first started, we were going after like a, a quick questions type vibe, super laid back, us just kind of conversating. But now it's a totally different podcast. I, now I don't know what to compare it to. It's it's more doughboyies than I think anything else. Yeah, that's that's a accurate. Not that comparison. we're comedians, well, but it's we have more a chaotic. Structure and we we yell at each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So okay, I will let me let me tell you some more about some feedback I've gotten from uh, some of my community and friends. So uh, one of my other oh, no. uh, so so one of the people who emailed us last week, uh, Swami. He's also his name is also Will. Um, he went to our high school, and I so we went over this offline, but we all went to high school together. You guys don't even remember him, so that's great. But you guys Does didn't he know talk what? to him. That's fine. He doesn't know Yeah, us. no, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know I don't people that were in him. my major in college that I had multiple classes with. That's uh, Well, okay. High school, our high school also was huge. Our yeah. graduating class was massive, so it'd be hard to know everyone. So anyway, he, he messaged me on Discord the other day, and he said, hey, like, I just want you to know that like I usually when I'm in the in the car, I do not listen to music. I do not listen to podcasts. I just roll down the window and I just you know stick to my thoughts. But now I listen to your guys' podcast in the car because it's like that perfect middle ground where I feel like I'm talking to people and hanging out. And I was like, nice, that's <laughs> nice. fucking sweet. Yes. That's a nice place to be in the podcast world. That's so, what we're shooting for. Yeah, I feel like we're really yeah. nailed it. It really is. I think we're really. I think we're nailing it. I think we're really hitting our stride here at episode 18? 19? 19. 19. Wow. I was thinking about wanna... this. We have seasons we could start doing. When would oh season two begin? I don't think we should ever break, but. what And what would the theme of it be? Like, do we change themes? Oh, uh, yeah. We get a new, we, Jeff, we get a new guest. We get a new guest. We, no! we get Hisham no, in that. here. Season two with Hisham. <laughs> we'll get rid of this jamoke that we've had. For... <laughs> oh, that'd be so good. That would be so funny. Oh, no. <laughs> Prepare to lose your listenership, boys. <laughs> I'm too invaluable. I've really sealed my position here. I was thinking for a for a 20th episode that maybe we should do like a, not a recap, but like a reminiscence on our last 20 podcasts. Uh, we should have done it every 10 episodes. That would have been more interesting because then we could have gone back to like Welcome to Night Vale and shit on it more and back to GBP. Okay, and so... Like, I'm so glad you brought this up. So oh, good. I think something we need to do, I totally agree with you. I can't believe I had like the exact same thought. Like for 20th episode, we should do a recap of all the podcasts we listen to. But I have had people like in my MBA in real life, listen to the podcast, not send us emails, even though I fucking tell them to send us emails. <laughs> and what we should do is get short sound bites from them defending the podcast or saying what they always wanted to say to us about the podcast. For example, our Sam Harris episode, I mentioned my colleague, Al, who's also mm-hmm. a close friend of mine, he's like, I have to talk to you about you guys about Sam Harris. You might as well just have another Sam Harris episode and have me on. I'll tell you everything you need to know. <sighs> and I was I was like, you know, actually, kind of a great idea. What if we got people to record like a two-minute soundbite defending it or talking about it in the way that we never talked about it, and then we just put this whole big episode together for episode 20? It's like a bunch of mini guests all on at once. Yeah, 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 yeah. That'd be fun. I think we can get our audience way into that. You can actually do that on the website that we host through, through anchor.fm, whatever, wherever our podcast is actually at. There's a way to send voice messages to us. So they don't have to like oh record it through Audacity and figure that shit out. Like They can just go there and do it. 
So, well, yeah, let's figure that out. Put together some some a tweet being like, this is how you message us. Yeah, that's a great idea. And I so maybe it won't be perfectly episode 20 because of the logistics of getting all the sound bits together. Yeah. But we should aim for in the 20s, early 20s, we'll try to put that together. I think that'd be great. 25 is a nice oh. round number. We could do, uh, you know, 25 every 25, 25, 50, 75, 100. So you're thinking like we have a whole episode dedicated to people wanting to defend the podcast? Or, or 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 jerk us off, yeah. Oh, or jerk us off, of course. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there's yeah. a lot of people out there who want to talk Harry Potter to us, and I'm just not giving them an avenue for it, so. Yeah. I, I wonder if Allie would send in a sound clip after we did binge mode. Oh, she would send in a sound clip. Are you kidding me? Yeah. After what I did after. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Season two would be also a great time for me to start book two of Harry Potter, because I've been uh, blowing that off like crazy. That'd be so funny if our seasons just matched up with you reading Harry Potter's. <laughs> it kind of works, though. It's kind of <laughs> perfect. How not, not, We're recapping already, but how far into our podcasting did you start Harry Potter? Was it like our fourth episode? Oh, I think it episode? was like episode 10, maybe. Oh, was it? Okay, I it was, think a it was, it was Even deep. earlier. Really? Was it really? We'll have to go back and find out. I don't yeah. remember. Anyway, yeah, I think we should do some recap stuff. And, yeah, I really like this idea of people telling us what they think and defending it. Yeah, this, these are great ideas. This is what we need. It's fun to have the Good. sound bites, too, not just us reading yeah. emails poorly. Speaking of emails, should we dig into our sound bites and our emails? Oh, I'm so oh excited. Please, please. Oh, my fucking God. We Tell us about it, Jeff. I'm so excited for this. <laughs> no, this is uh, Hayden, what, I, Hayden, what you got? Um, okay, let's start with uh, let's start with Ian's. How about that? Sure. Uh, he says feels good. Jugs, they're my favorite style of handhold and climbing, and so satisfying when you find them in there. Just feels good, man. Uh, what are y'all's favorite slings and favorite handhold in climbing? I'm so glad I can be a part of this conversation. <laughs> I I, I want to see what Andrew. Yeah, what, what's what's your favorite sling? What's your favorite? You know what handhold? my favorite thing. Okay, I, I don't know, but you want to know you want to know my favorite thing to do in climbing when it's set up to do it is dinoing, which A is oh, the shit. coolest thing, name ever, but just when a gym sets you up to actually do a dino, it's so cool. And for those who don't know, a dino is when I don't know if I'm going to explain this right. You actually have to leap off the wall to get to the next hold. That's so cool. I I love doing dinos. They're so fun. I wonder what the etymology of that is. Like is it just because you look like a dinosaur leaping like a freak from one hold to another? I don't I think know. it's a dynamic move. Oh, no, no, no. That, oh, that doesn't make oh. any sense, Jeff. It's got to be a dinosaur. No, does that not? I'm sorry. All right, <laughs> there's some logic at it, but that's not it. It must be something else. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, how about you? How about you, Jeff? What you got? What's your favorite climbing term? I really like the only thing that I'm usually better at than the other people I climb with, because the people I climb with are fucking good at everything, is mantling. I can usually mantle off of some stuff pretty well. And I'm all right what at slopers. That? I think my long fingers are, are good for sloping. What, are, what, what, what was the first one you said? Mantling? What is that? I don't even know what that yeah. means. Uh, it, it can be used for a couple things, but like, imagine you have like one big hold, and you have to like kind of like climb and press yourself off of it and get up on top of it. That, that'd be like a good mantle. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yep. Yeah. It's, we have long uh, arms. I feel like that's really good for that. Yeah, that, that's probably pretty helpful. Tall I'm really bad climbing. at dinoing. I have, a, I have a friend that loves to dino, and he'll go when he'll get it in like three tries, and I could spend five days trying to dino something <laughs> and never get it. I think there's something about like me being in the air where I just lose all sense of being able to put my hand somewhere. Same, same. Wasn't meant to be. <laughs> what about you, Aiden? I, I like chassis. I think chassis is a really fun word to say, which is basically just a bunch of loose rock and shit that uh, easily comes loose when you're climbing it. I, I also, um, there's one I really hate if we're kicking back to our youth language. Uh, there's, there's uh, people say spicy when they talk about climbing routes and it's used like, oh, that route's really spicy, meaning it's like really hard or challenging or scary or gripping. And I feel like climbers who are too cool to say they're scared of a route say something spicy and it annoys the heck out of me. Why does oh, that annoy man. you? That's like a yeah, that, that's, that's a good that way that to get you. around it. Yeah, you don't want to be like, oh, dude, I'm afraid of that climb. It's way better if you can like, you know, say it in like a a a, a better way, where you don't have to make them afraid of it, right? You get to like, it's more of a term you can gather yeah, around. Yeah, yeah. It just sounds silly to me. I don't know. Maybe I'm being. Uh, hey, you're a pretty spicy guy, silly. though. I'm a spicy yeah. guy, <laughs> covered with hot sauce over here. Yeah, that's what I meant. So. We have an anonymous male fan 
who sent us possibly the greatest piece of uh, mail we've ever gotten with a edited sound clip of us uh, from episode four when they lost their shit and decided to follow up on Jeff and Hayden's idea of making a intro hook of us spilling our drinks. Uh, yeah, play the clip. Oh, fuck. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck me. Is this oh, the end pitch? No. I just want to make a little sound clip that we can inject of, of Andrew's reaction when he first dropped it. Oh, gee. Oh, God. Oh. We can remix that for our intro music. Remix that. Remix that. Remix. 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 Remix that. Oh, oh, no. Fuck. Remix that. Oh, oh, no. Fuck. Oh, shit. Fuck me. Oh, God. Oh, oh. Oh boy. It got on my glasses. Fuck, 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 fuck. No, I'm a natural spiller. Oh, God damn it. Natural spiller. Oh, 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 oh boy. Fuck. Oh, no, yeah. I'm a natural spiller. Fuck me. Oh, God. Oh, oh, oh boy. Fuck, 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 fuck. Buy a 12 pack of White Claw. Oh, God, it's so good. That's our intro I, now. One minute of that. They made a every beat time. out of me dropping a White Claw. It's just so good. And that's going to have to play at the beginning of every podcast from now on. Yeah. I, I think in the email they say, please, for the love of God, don't actually make this the intro. No, no, no it's too yeah, late. And please, we don't care God, about that. don't make this the intro music. Like, nah. actually, though. They're not in charge of us. They're not in charge of us. And frankly, I think it really spells, or, you know, it, 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 it gives the audience... A very strong perspective into what happens here once a week. So how who are we to not make that our intro music at this point? It's it's so crazy to me that they'd want to be anonymous. Like this is an amazing thing they did. It, they emailed us at stupid white claw remix at gmail dot com, which is they they really went out of their way to make this stupid email address. It's but amazing it was, that's thank available. You. It's amazing it's good, that they made stuff. an email. Thank you. Yes. It's, yeah. I'm I'm so proud of our audience right now. I have never been this happy with an anonymous view, a listener <laughs> in my entire life. I don't think that's like one of the greatest gifts I've ever received is that that remix. I, I love it so much. It's I pretty cool. It. I'll say I'll cherish it for life. I know they can rename. They can remain anonymous if they want, but I want to send them like a nice fruit basket of thanks because it's so good. Send them a twelve. Yeah, and we would have shouted them out so hard on the podcast too. They really missed out. Yeah. Well, we oh, could wow. talk about them all day, but Andrew, did you say we have a tweet as well? Oh, we got a fucking tweet, guys. Oh my gosh. We got a tweet. We got a tweet from Teeps or Tessa is her real name. She says at Tangent Quest, you don't understand Night Vale. Hashtag <laughs> let me be a guest on the pot. A Night Vale Is there something me, there me, to let understand? Let me tell Tessa one thing really fast here. Let me tell Tessa one thing really fast. We one hundred percent get it. Yeah. There's nothing to get. Yeah. I think we got it. I think we just nailed it on the head. I, I don't see how there's anything more there. If you care to elaborate, Tessa, and I know you're just like swooning right now, like, oh, my name's on the podcast. Shit, yeah. And you're like, how do I, how do I, I need to chase this high of being, having my name on the podcast. Email us and explain yourself. Or, like we talked about before, a sound bit would go a long way for our episode 20 and or 25. So I can't wait to hear more about these I, points about Night Vale because I think we nailed it on the head. I don't see any argument there. What could you possibly say? I'm just say? thinking back to it. Yeah, trying to think of what we possibly didn't understand. Like, is there a main thing? I, I got to know. Tess, please, don't leave us hanging. What what didn't we understand? They're like they're <laughs> literary we geniuses. If we agree. There's a huge overarching story. Something. Yeah. Email us. The only way, like, this is not enough validation. A one-sentence tweet with a long hashtag begging to be a guest is not enough. Did you tweet back at her? Did you reply to her? No, we, like, just got it. Oh, so, okay. Fair yeah, enough. so it happened pretty good timing because we're recording right this second. But, yeah, we we just got it. So Fair enough. Maybe one so, day we'll understand uh, Night Vale. Yeah, send us an email. Do a sound bit. Do both, honestly. I want to hear both, A. B, I'm so glad we came up with that. Uh, episode 25 idea now mm-hmm. as we got a tweet like that so yeah all right well is, there is that more? it for listener mail whoa 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 hey, well, hey I want more. is that it for listener mail 
Actually, yeah, I thought that was it. <laughs> Is there more? All right, excellent. Good. No, I, I think that's it. Oh, okay. All right, I was anyway. like, I Andrew... missed one. My God, no, I'm failing. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just keeping control of the podcast, Andrew. Oh, good. I'm just curious uh, if there's more. I wasn't taking control of anything. No, I'm just giving a shit, Andrew. You know what's good? Like right here mm. when Andrew's ranting, we can just take his uh, take his audio feed and just, we'll just throw it in the down trash. a little. Yeah. Maybe cut it out. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Plus no, time. Huh. Andrew, Andrew, we love you. Huh. Please don't leave us. I would never leave at this point. You couldn't force me out if you wanted to. <laughs> good. That's the answer I wanted to hear. Uh, Andrew, I don't feel like we've had a good Andrew rant yet. Do you have anything you want to rant about before we get into it? Oh, yeah. Good. All right. So, All right. Uh, yeah, here we go. So, I... I uh, I'm I'm low on food at the house right now, and by low on food, I mean I'm low on food that I can immediately eat for dinner, something that I wouldn't have to take more than roughly 25 seconds to cook, right? I'm pretty much saying I didn't have anything from Costco that I could microwave. Uh, I ha- We started using Blue Apron. Great. But you know how long that takes? Too long for me. Didn't want to do that. So I, I need to go to the liquor store anyway. And I was like, man, I'm hungry. I should just pick up some food before the podcast so I'm, so I'm not starving. And uh, lo and behold, there's Wendy's. So I, I get Wendy's. I, I got fast food. And uh, it, it was right after they handed me the bag. And I'm rolling out of my, I'm rolling out of the Wendy's parking lot. I'm like, oh, wow. I just bought Wendy's. What the fuck am I doing with my life? <laughs> I, why am I eating fast food? <laughs> I haven't ate fast food in months. I, and and really? I, I just I like looked at myself in my rearview mirror. I was like, oh. So we're at this point, huh, buddy? We're just getting fast food because we're lazy. Is that what we're doing? And and I had a, a minor existential crisis, and then I got home, and I was like, you know, I'm still going to eat this Wendy's. I'm not going to just not eat the food I bought. <laughs> How can you love Doughboys so much and not like eating fast food? Okay, because I, I, the Wendy's near my house, and I've ran into this problem before, is not all Wendy's are made the same, Right. I, I don't know if you... I know chains are all supposed to be the same, but this Wendy's is subpar. I've had very good Wendy's where I'm like, yeah, these people care. The, the people in there care. When I was going through the drive-thru, the young, the oldest person I saw in there could not have been older than 18. No way. <laughs> I mean, the, this is this is a restaurant ran by children, essentially. So I, I, I'm like, okay, take that with a grain of salt. So I get home. I start eating my Wendy's. I'm, I'm sitting here at my desk eating my Wendy's, waiting for you guys to join. I was, I was on time and early for once. And I, I'm taking some bites. I'm like, this is just gross. I'm not going to, I'm going to finish it, but it's just, it was just was not good. What'd and I am really disappointed that I spent $7 on Wendy's and was disappointed. What I should have done is bought a Frosty. Mm-hmm. I made the mistake mm-hmm. of not buying mm-hmm. a Frosty. Frosties are good. Mm-hmm. Okay. They're great to dip your fries in. And mm-hmm. I think that was what was missing is I didn't have that like salty, sweet aspect of a Frosty in my life. And, but the, I got a spicy chicken sandwich. At first I thought, Oh, they didn't give me the spicy one. Oh, well. And then I was like, no, wait. I forgot that Wendy's serves customers that think mayonnaise is a spice. <laughs> so I, 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 it is the spicy one. It's just not spicy. And so I don't know. I was just, I wish I would have just gone to like a better fast food restaurant. Like I wish, I, I genuinely wish I would have taken the time to go get Taco Bell. I really oh, yeah. wanted Taco Bell. And, I, and then I got Wendy's from a Wendy's ran by teenagers. So there so you go. It was mostly, That's, it wasn't a problem that you were getting a hot uh, fast food. It was a problem that you were getting Wendy's, and Wendy's is a disappointing experience. Well, the th- the problem is, is I think Wendy's is good generally. I just think yeah. the Wendy's near my house sucks ass. Yeah, and Wendy's Wendy's when you're really hungry, which is usually when I feel like I'm getting Wendy's, is heaven on earth. It's so great when you get like a fatty burger and the frosty and fries, and you're stupid hungry. But yeah, Wendy's on an average day just for like a dinner. I don't know. It's fast food like that is like it, road tripping music. Food. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. fills that niche perfectly for me. I've been really trying to be healthier lately. You know, I, I'm a single man, so I have to be, you know, looking not like a piece of shit. So I was like, <laughs> I'm going to eat healthy and work out and, you know, not be, you know, depressed and a piece of shit. That's like been my objective for the last, like, whatever. It's been like three weeks. So that's been my objective for the last three weeks. And those Wendy's, I don't know, it just set me back mentally. I was like, what the fuck am I doing? I should have just made some food. And then I ate. I was like, you know what? It, it served its purpose. It wasn't good, but it's fine. And I immediately got over it. Good. So I just put myself in these weird existential crisis moments for no reason other than just being alive. But you get but, out uh, of there you go. So it's like a trial that you, you, you succeed in. You're good to go. Yeah, I'm good to go. I'm yeah, good to go. That's you good. know, I, I got to tell you, I will make this mistake again. <laughs> I will go to that Wendy's 
for sure. In You're the only human. Yeah. Yeah. I will get a Frosty next. You can't fuck up Frosties. <laughs> no. Right? You can't. Bulletproof. That's a fact. I wish I had something more to rant about. I like, I feel like my rants are usually me bitching. So I've been trying to avoid bitching a lot lately because I feel like I bitch all the time about nothing. I got something for I, you. Did you okay. guys Did you guys watch any Korra? We talked at one point about watching Korra and talking about Korra. And I've been watching a yeah, lot yeah, of yeah. it. How okay. far into it are you guys? I just finished Avatar, so have not started. But I finished it right before we were recording. Nice. I'm sorry. Right. I'm nice. slow, Can't but like now I'm now I'm in. Now I'm in. All right. I feel like I'm getting the back end bleed of the memes, so I kind of know general plot points from um, so the, me... the, the Avatar Reddit. But go on. I'll tell you this as a person going from Avatar to Korra. Don't you got to wait for it? All right. It's a it's a slow it's a slow ramp. All right. The first Agreed. ten episodes, you're kind of like, am I really gonna watch this show? And then it gets really good. And then the second season is really on point so just so you know that's my opinion it get it every season is better than the last jeff i Good. hisham and i are watching the fourth season together right now didn't even know there's four uh, of them. yeah there's four seasons we're watching the fourth the fourth season is the best it's been wow so and i'm i'm just gets most better. of the way through the second season and i've really liked it to be fair so, even the first the first season even the first avatar episodes they were very cartoony much more like they weren't bad, but they were much more childlike, and it took a while yeah. to build to that heart-wrenching, real hit-you-in-the-gut feel. Yeah, so Hisham and I talk about Korra a lot because we're roommates, and that's what we do. Um, and he is, so we used to jerk each other off a lot about how great Avatar The Last Airbender was, and is. And, uh, you know, we love Airbender, but he's mm-hmm. he was telling me, he's like, I like Korra so much more than the last airbender because he's like it's so much more real it feels more adults because the core is older than ang and it's not like kids it's like teen like late teens and early adults having to interact with the world so it feels a little more real and uh, i kind of agree with him i think there's a level of nostalgia and quality that i so i love like the spirit and like the spirituality that's involved in the last airbender and it's not it's similar, but it's not the same in Korra. They did that totally intentionally. Uh, I'm mm. trying to avoid spoilers as hard as I can here, Hayden. Uh, it's all... It, they're both very good, but they're both very good for different reasons. And I didn't realize this... Uh, well, I talked about this before, but I didn't realize that the hate for Korra was because of some of these things. I'm like, how do you hate this? It's just different. And I think at the time, it got worse reviews at the time, but they increased over time. So I think the initial... Uh, like reception was poor for some reason because they wanted it to just be the last airbender but plus more you know more yeah. ang more katara more Sokka, blah 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 and i think people are like what but i want that did you just go into i'm just stupid and you know how the internet is that's what they sound like so hayden excited for you to start it to get your initial perspectives i know i feel like i'm so far behind it's all right we'll get you there it's it's only a you know a show that's been out for 10 years or whatever, or four years, five years. <laughs> it's about my rate. But it only came to Netflix like 13 days ago. So, you know. Yeah, how did you not finish the entire series in, in two weeks? Get on it. Well, should we get into what you guys been listening to this week? I love it. Andrew Thanks hates for the great going transition, first. Jeff. Thank I you. I appreciate it. Yeah, I got you. I could tell you were about to do it, so I snuck in there first. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, uh, usually okay. go first, so what if we go with Hayden first? So, like, yeah, all right. My issue with. I'm falling into the same Jeff trap, and partially intentionally. When I start listening to Harmontown, there's no reason to just not listen to Harmontown. It just rolls from one into the next. So I started with our first episode chronologically, and I've just been for rolling the, through roll, Hayden, for the listener at home, for the listener at home, Jeff was just nodding with the biggest smirk on his face. Just yeah, yes. this, this is because... Yes, repeat Harmontown forever. <laughs> Jeff has listened to more Harmontown than probably any individual medically should. You got you got to be up there, Jeff. I would bet you're in the top five percent no. of most listened hours of Harmontown. No. Who I who listens so. to the whole thing four times over? That's insane. We'll get there. We'll we'll get there. Okay, we'll, yeah, let's continue anyway. Okay, okay. So I, I've just almost been listening to exclusively that and watching Avatar. That's that's been that's been my media intake. So I started with Clefton Twain, uh, the first D and D episode that they ran, and just you know rolling through Harmontown as it is. It's it's been like a great nostalgia feel too because I listened to Harmontown back in the day so much. It's like 
revisiting old friends. I like it. I like it. What about you, Andrew? Yeah. So I uh, I had a tough podcast because I've been super busy at work again. So I haven't necessarily. I did get through all the episodes we talked about, which is great because they're long episodes. To be fair, mm-hmm. which is why the Harmontown is a great long episode. We'll get into this, but they have great long episodes. What I have been doing on the side, though, let me tell you about the video game I've been playing recently with people, and it's been a fucking blast. It's called Among Us. It's not new, but Among Us is pretty much this game. If you ever heard of Werewolf or um, it's like one of those games where you have two imposters and it's up to everyone to figure out who the imposters are and to kill them before they kill you. And you have like group meetings and stuff. And it's all done on this digital platform and you're a little space, you're little space astronauts. And you're trying to figure out, you're trying to fix your ship while the imposters try to sabotage you and kill you. It is brilliant. It has also showed me how fucking stupid people are on the internet. <laughs> oh my God. Playing this game with randoms. You're like, they're like, I saw... I saw, like, I always play as green because green is my favorite character. And they're like, I saw green. He was walking. And I think he's guilty. Everyone vote for green. And everyone's like, fuck you, green. And this guy said something. I was like, whoa, whoa. I didn't even get a type. I didn't get a type yet. I, I don't, no, don't. And then they just exile me off the spaceship every fucking time. And uh, I guess I just do suspicious shit all the time. But I'm just playing the game. So anyway, uh, there's a lot of idiots out there. It's really fun to play with a group of people you know. Much like a lot of these games, it's more fun with people you know because you have to like read your friends and stuff. It's really fun. Um, so Among Us is, ah, it's 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 gaming and friendship excellence. Talk about also a great way to ruin friendships. That is a, ah, ah, it's a good one. It's beautiful. It's ah, it's great game. It's only five dollars. Everyone should download it. It's fun. Maybe we'll do. Oh, join my Discord channel and we'll do. Uh, We'll do we'll do uh, a little uh, Among Us night, okay? And we all okay. You want to know the other thing that you guys didn't join that I listened to this week? Uh, okay. So I we we did shitty movie night, our first shitty movie night on my Discord server. We watched The Wicker Man with Nick Cage. It's so fucking bad and so fucking good. If you've never watched The Wicker Man with Nick Cage, go do it. It's it's so bad. It's good. It's one of those movies where you're like how. How did this get a budget? Who, who, who said, yeah, have a few million dollars for this? No props. Who? They must have been drunk and high on everything, every drug, to think that this was a good idea. All right, that's what I've been listening to. Now you, Jeff, tell me more. Yeah, I'm I'm bummed that I miss Shitty Movie Night because I've never seen Wicker Man, and I hear how shitty but funny it is. And I also really want to play that game. I saw some video of people playing it that looked hilarious so I'm, I'm, I'm very interested uh but this week it's been a lot of harmontown once you start harmontown it's impossible to stop but i have been able to stop because the doughboys grocery store month is the best podcasting that i've listened to in so long <laughs> a- andrew loves it he's got his hands in the air it's so good i'm praising the doughboy gods like oh. yes thank you for listening how good is grocery month we have to revisit it we might have to. It's so we'll good. We'll do it for episode 25. We'll do oh. a quick Doughboys revisit. Because no one can disagree how good the Doughboys is. There's no sound clip to argue with us. No. <laughs> it's just every episode of it is like two and a half to three hours. And they're just talking about grocery stores. And almost everyone is, they're all very similar. Like, it's just, uh, you have to help me with names. It's Nick and Mitch. And yeah. Nick is so annoyed that they're doing grocery store month. Mitch is loving it. He goes and buys everything, even if it has nothing to do with the grocery store brand. He's just like, oh, it's so good. If you haven't listened to Doughboys and Grocery Store Month, it's it's made my month. It was so good and so funny. The guests that they picked were fucking perfect. Yeah, dude, Grocery Store Month, spot on. Um, my favorite part about Grocery Store Month is they call it, uh, like, Happy Mike Mitchell's The Spoon Man's Happy Green Grocery Month or some shit. Like they have like a super long name for it. Yeah, it's hard oh, to say. Man. Yeah. And I think I found that I just learned this listening to their podcast. I think I have a sweet spot for repetitive humor because they were doing Whole Foods and Nick, every time he said the word Whole Foods, he says Whole Foods, well, I call it Whole Paycheck. And he does that bit <laughs> like 20 times in the episode. And I think I laughed. <laughs> Every in the single same episode time. too. Oh god, that is so Nick's thing too. Anytime oh. they talk about politics, he's just like, "Well, if it wasn't for the orange buffoon, it doesn't matter what they mention about politics. He always just says, "Well, the orange buffoon was part of it." It's so goddamn <laughs> funny. Oh, and it kills me. 
And yeah, that that brings us right into it because one of the Harmontowns we listen to is with the Doughboys. So yeah, let's get into some Harmontown. Harmontown s- describes itself as a self-destructive writer. Dan Harmon claims he will one day found a colony of like-minded misfits. He's appointed self- suit-clad gladabout Jeff Davis as his comptroller and bearded dreamboat Spencer Crittenden as his dungeon master. It's like a neurotic town hall meeting, often with alcohol and famous people. So yeah, it's, it's Dan Harmon, Jeff Davis, and after like, I don't know, like 10 episodes, their dungeon master, Spencer Crittenden, in front of a live audience, which might put you off, but trust me, it's all right, in front of a live audience, just talking about bullshit that Dan Harmon wants to talk about. And if you don't know who Dan Harmon is, he wrote, he is the creator of uh, Community, and he is one of the co-creators of Rick and Morty. And yeah, he just gets up there, and he's usually really drunk, and so was Jeff Davis, and they just kind of, sometimes incoherently and sometimes coherently, just rant about stuff. If you like Andrew ranting, it's like Andrew ranting, but just up to each other about ridiculous stuff. It is 5,000 times better than my ranting. <laughs> 5,000 times better. Yeah, and so also, if you don't know who Jeff B. Davis is, he is um, one of the main actors on Whose Line Is It Anyway? He's, he is still touring with uh, a group who's live anyway. And so they're both, you know, kind of trained comedians. And then Spencer, Spencer Crittenden is just the godsend of nerds. He's the nerdiest guy in the world, but he's also just very witty and very funny and very down to earth. And I think I've spent way too much time explaining this podcast because I want to make sure people love it and know it and enjoy it and know what it is. But let's, what do you, what did you guys think of some Harmontown? If you don't like it, I'm never coming back to the podcast. Just so we have <laughs> well, we already talked about how this is going to be a big circle jerk, but I, you know, we love Harmontown. We're right. all Harmontown fans. This was this was we haven't had a circle jerk episode in a while. We were overdue for a big circle jerk. This was a great roundhouse circle jerk episode. It's just so good. Would you would you call it the best podcast of all time? Would you would you bestow that honor? It's so funny because it's. It's not a great podcast, but it is my favorite <laughs> podcast. <laughs> That's such an For apt certain. description, my God. Yeah. Because there's a lot of parts that just aren't good. And I'm not even sure it's produced that well. Like it's but it it's it just comes off perfectly. Honestly, yeah. So all other live podcasts bother me. Like anytime a oh, podcast yeah. is like, We're gonna do a live episode, I'm like, skip hate it i hate every bit about it i i don't want you talking i don't want the crowd noise but this is like you're watching a live comedy show there's something so inclusive about it their interaction with the audience is what what honestly makes them they they're not just performing for an audience a lot of live podcasts they're performing for an audience and you have to deal with it with harmontown he actively interacts with the audience and it's hilarious and people like have personalities in the audience you hear people Every episode, like the Yup guy, yeah, I forgot his name. Dave uh, Klein. Dave Klein. There's a guy who just Dan will say something, usually just completely off base and literally incoherent, and you'll just hear a guy in the background yup. go Yup. Yeah, <laughs> it's so good. There's just stuff like that. The audience really, truly makes it. They engage with the audience so much. One of the audience members basically becomes a co-host. Like, when else does yes. that happen? Yeah. Never. Never. Yeah. And Spencer's life like changed that day because he got his own TV show. Uh, it was called Dragon Quest or something like that. What was it Harman called? Harmon Quest. Harmon Quest. Of course. What the fuck? Yeah, of course. Yeah. About? All right. Yeah. So, yeah. so with Spencer Crittenden, the deal was they were maybe like five episodes in and they were talking about how they wanted to do D&D as part of their show. And so they just put out to the audience for somebody to come up and DM them. And they were actually going to go through and like recruit different people and try them out. And Spencer came on one time, and that was one of the episodes we listened to. And, uh, yeah, they just hired him full-time, and he was back for basically every other episode. And Dan Harmon hired him to be his assistant, and he shows up on Community and is, like, a main part. And, yeah, he made this show called Harmon Quest, which, if you like D&D, is an animated D&D show. And they're all... I love Spencer. He's a perfect addition to the craziness in the show. He's this weird level-headed voice that's also kind of nuts, though. I I love it. Yeah. Spencer is a great addition. He's he he. I don't think Harmontown would have been the same without the Dungeons and Dragon aspect. How they play Dungeons and Dragons is a perfect <laughs> example of how much fun you can have playing Dungeons and Dragons because they don't really, you know, they meta game pretty crazy, but you can have that much fun with it with your friends. And like we talked about in our Dungeons and Dragons episode, I feel like anyone who hasn't tried Dungeons and Dragons is just doing themselves a disservice. And this uh, this 
when I listened to them play Dungeons and Dragons, I was like, I've been playing this game wrong. You should be. Ha- <laughs> I should be having way more antics, way more crazy shit. I should be driving the dungeon master insane with my choices. <laughs> yeah, and it just it really does. Oh, God, I love it. I I really do. Should we talk about each episode individually? What what do we want to do here? Because we listened to three episodes. We could definitely try. I don't know if I can. They're so sporadic. They cover so many random subjects. I don't know if I could parse out what's in what. I, I okay, could definitely well, parse out the first two versus the Doughboys one. Let's let's talk about uh, the Doughboys one particularly because we've talked about the Doughboys so much. Yeah. This episode, the first 30 minutes is close to unlistenable. <laughs> because Dan is trying to coin a term called problematizing. Yeah. And if it takes you 30 minutes to explain to a group of people what you're trying to say, and the everyone in the audience is like, what? <laughs> you're doing something wrong. I, 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 was, I, I was listening to it in the car, and I was just zoning out. I was like, How, what? It, who? What? <laughs> and maybe you guys can explain problematizing to me. Did you, you guys listen to that episode, right? I honestly listened to that episode three times this week. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Okay, it's worth it, though. I didn't say the first 30 minutes is hard to listen to, but the rest of it is comedy gold. Yeah. But, okay, what is yeah. problematizing, Jeff? I, I don't get what he's going for, to be honest. He's trying to say that if you see something that's problematic, you're making it your fault. Like, if I see somebody that's like, all right, so say, for example, like, uh, you have an Indian actor, and you're watching a movie, and you can tell that's an Indian actor that's putting on an Indian accent, even though he speaks perfect English. You, you could say that's problematic, but you're assuming for everybody that it's problematic. But really, you're problematizing for yourself. You're saying that's you're problematizing that thing. So he's trying to put, uh, you're not saying the world sees that as problematic. He's saying that I see it as problematic. I'm problematizing it. It's something that you do. Putting the emphasis, emphasis on yourself. Yeah. Yeah, that, okay, that makes more sense. I, I, that's what I thought he was saying. He's like, you're creating problems that don't exist for yourself to validate yourself with. Sure. Fair enough. Okay, when the Doughboys come on, the, the <laughs> podcast just is incredible. First of all, they start talking about Doughboys like, oh, yeah, you guys do a, you know, food. And, of course, Dan just takes the reins and is like, this is my podcast. Though. I'm going to talk about what Dan wants to talk about. And somehow they – so, they, they, you know, they, Dan talks about food for a while. And then somehow – through the median of Chuck E. Cheese, they start talking about child abduction. <laughs> and, and, like, child slavery, and then they get into fucking kids, and then suddenly Nick Weiger's talking about this time he read oh, no. a whole article about kids dying in hot cars. I was like, where are we going with this? This is crazy! And, and, and that's just what Harmontown does, though, is you think we go on tangents? Just wait till you fucking listen to Harmontown. It's, I mean, it's great. I love every second of it. It's hilarious, but yeah. the levels of digression they go through are 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 either insane or genius, and I'm unclear of which. <laughs> it really rides the line most of the time between yes. us two. <laughs> well, oh my gosh, and in this episode especially, I I don't know how how much you guys could tell, but I've listened to enough of it to know when Jeff is slurring, and Jeff Davis was so plastered in this episode so he tries to keep it on track and he is belligerent in this episode and like not keeping anything on track and oh god both jeff and dan are self-described alcoholics and they are like probably pretty drunk for like every episode they do but this one particularly like was had no rails it was all over the place when when they talk they don't just they don't you know they're alcoholics because when they they don't discuss what they drink every episode but if you catch an episode what they discuss what they drink First of all, they have the same drink every episode, and it's vodka on the rocks, specifically Kettle One vodka on the rocks. That's it. That is all they have to offer. They have a bunch of ice and Kettle One, <laughs> and that's all they drink. So they're fucking getting obliterated. Remember, this is a two-hour podcast, and they do not stop drinking the whole yeah. time. What What I did think was really good, though, is he describes Doughboys and, like, actually pays them a lot of compliments. Like, I feel like the way that he described Doughboys was almost the best way you could have described it. Honestly, he's a very... Dan is completely dysfunctional, but he deep down cares about his people, and and he definitely cares about all the podcast hosts he brings on, and he's not... He's self-centered, but he's not self-centered in the way he's like, don't just listen to Harmontown, Jeff. 
Yeah. Go listen to but Doughboys, like Andrew's been telling you to do. You know, it's, yeah. he has that uh, that level of kindness to him. You, there are some episodes where I'm like, Dan, you're just human trash. <laughs> but episodes like this, I'm like, no, no, he, he cares. He cares. There's, he cares. There's I, points where Dan Harmon is like the most powerful motivational speaker and an equal part deranged lunatic. And he seamlessly goes from one into the other where you're like, yeah, Dan, like you're really bringing up good Okay, getting a little off base. Oh, I don't agree with this anymore. Don't agree with how this did anymore. Hitler, how did Hitler get into this? How are we talking about Hitler now? I don't. What, what happened? Yeah, that happens all the time. And uh, so, in, in, for example, for fucking example, he's doing a great job, like talking to the Doughboys about food and where they, where the restaurants they've been to and all that. And then suddenly he's like, you know what? Hold the phone. Who here has a mother they hate? Come on stage. <laughs> yeah. And then he brings this girl on stage and it makes her tell this heart-wrenching story of how her and her mother hate each other. On Mother's Day. Let's let's note. On Mother's <laughs> Day. This was a Mother's Day show. And then they're like, let's do a skit where you're a mother. And I'm your husband. <laughs> I'm your yeah. husband. And the Doughboys were their babies. Yeah. That episode, that bit is so funny. The first, I remember the first time I listened to it. I was driving home from work and I had to pull off the road because I was crying from laughing at that bit. Yeah. So hard. I was, <laughs> I, it was so funny that I had to just finish the episode off the road and then continue on my way because I was a danger to the road. How funny it is. Mike Mitchell's character. He plays a baby. <laughs> That's like an Italian guy who opens a deli <laughs> and I don't know why I found that so funny, but even this time around, I knew it was coming, and I still could not re- like keep my laughter the- under control. It was I was at work, and there was people in meetings and stuff, and we have an open office space, and I thank God I had a mask on, because I was just doing that like silent laughing where you're trying to hold it in. <laughs> I I couldn't. It was so damn funny. I. If you listen to an episode of Harmontown and you like the Doughboys, you've listened to us talk about the Doughboys, you've tried the Doughboys, you're a devoted listener to all of us now. Go that if you're gonna try an episode of Harmontown, that's a great starting point, honestly. You get the whole cakewalk of what it is to be listening to Harmontown. They they start the skit working through this girl's childhood trauma with her mother, and then they end the skit trying to kill one of the babies in a hot car. <laughs> They give him to Walt Disney. That's how the skit ends. How? Oh, Andrew, how the fuck did they get there? It takes 30 minutes. Yeah. Go listen. <laughs> and God, I it made me really crave. I had no idea that the Doughboys as like improvised actors were so funny. They had so many good lines. There's I I might cut this out of the podcast, me trying to retell this joke. But they, they, they were pretending to be at Disney World. And Nick goes, oh, Daddy, uh, the baby, baby told me that, <laughs> that I know Splash, Splash Mountain, Mountain. <laughs> Splash Mountain is what happens when <laughs> girls see him in his pants. Or oh my god, oh and it just it it's the funniest made-up joke within the thirty seconds. And I, God, it's how did he make that up just on the spot? It's too good. They need to make a new podcast where they just do improvised comedy. Oh, it's so good. Well, that's what they both used to do. UCB is just uh, is just an improvise improvise uh, studio. Improv oh, really? studio. Yeah. I, I need to go find. So that they're content. professional improvisers. So, so good. good. <laughs> Daddy, baby, don't. <laughs> yeah, please Fuck retell it better than I did. Please. His, his name is Tony. Tony. He named. <laughs> <laughs> No, okay, retell so... it, Andrew. You can do it. You can do it. Retell it. I can't remember, but it's just so... <laughs> cut cut Maybe all I'll this. Cut cut Je- Maybe Future Jeff, you're in. doing a great job. Cut all of this. I like Jeff Stelling. Just... <laughs> oh, my God. And he just made that up. And Dan Harmon responds to him, like, what are you, a Comedy Central writer? Like, I think in that moment, he was so impressed with how ridiculously funny he could be on the spot. That was... That was maybe the best skit in all of Harmontown. Oh, it's so I, I I will re-listen to that last thirty minutes over and over again as long as it takes to not laugh at it because I think I could laugh at it <laughs> so many fucking times. Yeah, man, it's so fucking so funny. good. <laughs> well, we when, had... when Tony, when well Mike Mitchell, he's like, yeah, I. Uh, 
I uh, opened up. He's like, I got some prosciutto, some pastrami, and Tan's like, You're eight what, months you old. A, you're eight months old. Did you open a freaking Italian deli? He's like, Yeah. <laughs> and then Jeff's like, Bring, bring. Hey, where's my pastrami at? <laughs> I just. Okay, this is not funny for people who have not listened to the episode. That's okay. It's funny for me. Yeah. Oh well, God. And Fuck so that episode's funny. It's so funny also because Dan Harmon Dan Harmon's a, a writer. He's a comedy writer. And in one of the episodes we listened to, he, he describes in great detail well, he demonstrates in great detail how he can't tell a joke. So yeah, in one of our episodes, Dan Harmon tries to tell this chicken joke and just like can't fucking do it. He just can't tell a joke to save his life, and it's so funny to listen to. He's, he tries like time ten I, times. He's like arguing. The first time I listened, I thought it was fake. I was like, "There's no way this is a thing." And then I'm like, "You listen to Harm Time?" You're like, "Nope, that is a hundred and twenty percent. That is just Dan Harmon." He's like a comedy writer who who live stages jokes for a living, and he can't tell like an actual joke. He gets he lost it. through it. He tries to over-explain it. <laughs> Go listen to all these. Uh, go listen to Harmontown. If we haven't sold Harmontown at this point, just by our ability to laugh at it again as we retell the jokes, worse. <laughs> you should have an idea of how fucking funny it is. So good when you just go listen to it. It's so good. I'm not ready There's to be just... done talking about it yet. I want to. I want to keep. I want to keep keep talking about it. Can we talk about Greg Proops playing Tylenol with Cody? <laughs> oh yeah. We, oh, we, we, we. Jeff, we just covered one episode, man. I mean, we got. Good point. Good point. I was worried we were getting to final thoughts. I'm, I'm, I want to talk about this forever. I, I have no, 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 no problem with this being a two-hour episode. Yeah, they, they play <laughs> D and D, and they like three episodes into playing D and D have Greg Proops on, and Greg Proops is another great comedian, and he role plays like no one else has ever role played before, and he role plays a unicorn named Tylenol with codeine, and that was the first time that I like cried listening to an episode. Greg Proofs is so fucking funny on it. It's so good. Yeah, so Greg Proofs doesn't just role play like you and I, you and the rest of the world role play. He was like, hello there, sweet netherful children of the forest. I am Tylenol with Codeine, your magical unicorn companion. Oh, let me place my buttocks upon your face for healing healing spell one. It's just, oh God, it's... I, I wish I, I don't have the quotes for that one, but that's like how he roleplay. He does that nonstop for over 30 minutes, and it, it, it's all off the cuff. It's incredible. Greg Proops, I mean, that's why he's on Whose Line Is It Anyway, Yeah. right? Yeah. I, I think that's the best D&D episode they have. If you Again, if you want to know what it's like, how, you, how much fun you can have playing D&D, Tylenol with Coding episode, you don't even know, what, you don't have to know what's going on. At all, you do. That's the best part in their D and D campaign. I have no clue what's going on. I don't know the plot. I don't even think Spencer knows. After yeah. a while, nobody has any idea. It's very well made up. <laughs> God, that I. It's not as quotable because Greg Proops is just so good and so fast. I can't even begin to say it. But he just he. If if a unicorn could talk, it was real. I think Greg Proops would be the unicorn. <laughs> yeah, it's a bummer they don't have him on for more episodes because he's so good. Well, should we should we sadly go to final thoughts on Harmontown? Wait, 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 wait. Uh, Can yeah. we talk good. about right, how good. long you've watched and listened to this okay, episode we, yep, yep. and this good this point. podcast? I feel good like we need to riff point. on this a bit, right? I think so. Hayden, I think we can agree that you and I both love yes. Harmontown. Yes, right. But our love for Harmontown is vastly exceeded to the point of possible concern. Probable concern. But if you listen to har- how hard we laughed at ourselves, it becomes more clear as to why Jeff likes it so much. But Jeff, give us... We've, we've alluded to it a million times. Tell us why. What 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 makes you never, ever want to get off the Harmon Chown train? I feel like you're going to re-listen to it for life. Yeah, I, I definitely could. And it's... I, I've listened to about the first, like, 180 episodes a lot of times through. I, I come back to it a lot. And it's a lot for, you said earlier on, is his name Swarmy? Swarmy? Uh, Swami. Yeah. Swami said that, it, you know, he, it's a good conversational podcast. Like, you're just in your car listening to it, and it just kind of keeps you going. Harmontown is the perfect balance between something that's entertaining and also something to, like, keep you interested. Because they do talk about 
you know, interesting subjects that you might want to think about. And Dan Harmon has some very interesting viewpoints on a lot of things, even if some of them are very problematic. But he's just a drunk guy ranting. Like, it's not Dan Harmon consciously thinking through something. It's just, you know, it's like bar talk, people throwing out these random ideas, and it's cool to hear about. And so it's the perfect podcast for just any situation. You're going on a walk, you're working, you're, you know, you want something to really dial into, or you want something that's just in the background. It's just perfect. And it, there's so many episodes, and there's so many characters, and there's so much randomness that it's always re-listenable. Because every time is new or funny. Like, this Doughboys episode I could listen to forever. The skit that they do is so funny. And at some points they have this guest on named Rob Schraub, which is Dan Harmon's best friend. And they do a bunch of skits together, and all of them are so funny. And they're so random that I could just listen to them forever, so... I wish we would have grabbed a, Sh- a Schraub episode. Yeah. Like the episode where he talks about how he burns his butt. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oof. Yeah. That's a good That's one. That's one thing we missed. If you could estimate, how many hours of Harmontown have you listened to in your life? G- give me, your, give me uh, a, just over a guesstimate number. Over a thousand. I think every episode's a little over an hour, and there's there's about 180 that I listen to on repeat. So somewhere around 500 hours of Harmontown. That doesn't seem like that much. What's that divided by 24, Jeff? I don't know, a lot. 20, 21 days listening, roughly. That sounds right. I've been listening to them since, like, 2016. Uh, I did a road trip out to Oregon, and for 20 hours straight, I just listened to Harmontown, <laughs> and I didn't regret a single minute of it. It's it's so good. Yeah. Just to give an idea of the amount. Yeah, Jeff loves Harmontown. We love Harmontown. It's a great podcast. I think I'm going to keep on. I'm going to stay on the Harmontown train for Same. a while now. I forgot how good these early episodes are. I think we didn't give the fair warning. It falls off. It yeah. really does. Um, unfortunately, it falls off. You will fa- You will know the point when you find it. Trust well, us. Well, I fell off when, when Dan started just talking shit to his then wife. Like the, the, the relationship drama they go on to the show is very real. Like intentionally so, especially at the beginning. But we should briefly talk about this. It's yeah. almost Dan, cringy to me at points. Oh, like, God. It Dan, makes it cringy. tough. Dan got married to this woman named Erin McGathy. They got married after, and it, Jeff, correct me if I'm wrong, but when he proposed to her, didn't she say, okay? Not like, oh, my God. She said, let's give it a shot. <laughs> okay. So we're off to a rough start. Dan has her on a lot. Also, Jeff Davis doesn't like Aaron McGathy very clearly. Yeah. And it's yeah. very clear on the show, and you have to listen to this all the time. And then after they get divorced, she comes on the show. And before they get divorced, they have pretty much their breakup on the show. They, they discuss the fights they're going through, giving, giving each other's viewpoints, and just having the fight there as part of the show but almost yeah. in a way that's still like a bit but it's not yeah. a bit but it's a bit but it's so not it's a bit. set up for failure but yes that's a tough those are tough ones to listen to it nonetheless very listenable honestly <laughs> i found those episodes very entertaining to be fair cringy yeah. but i was like oh you know what i can't stop listening it's like not a gonna. beautiful car wreck you're just watching the cars pile one on another you can't look away you got. You guys got to go listen to Harmontown. You gotta. The first time I went through it, I was like, "Oh man, like Jeff's kind of mean to Aaron. That's not very nice." And then I go through it again. I'm like, "Oh man, Dan and Aaron, that's never gonna work out." And then you go through and you're like, "Man, Aaron's kind of annoying." And so I, I feel like every time you get like a new perspective on what's going on, it's definitely a relationship that was never meant to work out. Like, no, they're I, so I got, competitive against each other. It just, it, it's never gonna work. The older I got, the less I liked Aaron McGathy, which was weird. I don't know yeah, why. I, I can't pin it down, but I don't know something about it. I was like, I don't, what are you doing? Uh, he goes on to be in a very healthy relationship. So that's true. That's true. Ending. That's true. They were not meant for each other. I feel like they forced their marriage. You guys got to go listen to this shit. It's honestly very listen. It's very entertaining to listen to. <laughs> so, so Jeff, I do we? I have a question for you guys. I feel like our thoughts are very clear on Harmontown. It's amazing. Should, should we just give some scales on Harmontown? I, I'm curious. I want to know, and maybe this is this is too much depth because I don't know how many of your listeners have listened to Harmontown, but I was curious if you guys had to rank the main characters, how you would rank them. Because I think some people are big Dan Harmon lovers, and some people are Jeff lovers, and some people are Spencer lovers. I'm, I'm curious what you think. I And I, there's also Rob. I would throw yeah. Rob into the mix. You got to throw Rob in there. I would go... I'm actually not going to throw Rob in the mix or put him... I, I just don't know the episodes with him. 
close to uh, close to listen that well. But I would go Jeff Davis, and then Spencer, and the Dan at the bottom. <laughs> I love listening to Dan a lot of times, but sometimes he's he's just kind of an asshole. And at, I, I love Jeff Davis the entire time. There's nothing that guy does that I don't really enjoy. You want me to go? Yeah you, yeah, you wrap us up. Uh, I'm actually very curious about your answers. I think I know them, but I'm not positive. So I'm totally with you, Hayden. It switches between Dan and Jeff as my number one, number two, depending on Dan's mood. Because sometimes I'm like, fuck off, Dan. For God's <laughs> sakes, either drop it or, or, or just stop. I'm so tired of hearing you talk about something that's so stupid. It, or, or, but sometimes I'm like, I could listen to this guy talk until I die. And, and so it really depends. But Jeff is very consistently funny. He's just a super funny guy. Uh, so Dan, and honestly, actually, those two switch at number one, but Rob Schraub's always number two because of how riled up he gets Dan Harmon. <laughs> oh my God, it is so fucking funny. I, I got, if you guys haven't been convinced to go listen to Harmon Town, you have to. It's so fucking funny how how easily people can trigger Dan and Traub, that's all he does. He's like, if you're going to have me on the show, all I'm going to do is make you mad. And it's beautiful. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then Spencer, you know, I like having him around, but he, uh, you know, he's, he, he floats in there, but I like him. He's just not someone I'm just like super prone to be like, yes. Awesome. That seems very fair. Yeah. And the, the improv that Dan and Rob do together are so good. Those are also some, yeah, I, I think mine goes, I think Jeff Davis, on average, is always like the go-to. He's just a really entertaining guy. I think he's he's like the most stable. I, I I like Jeff Davis a lot. I think he's the main reason I go for it. And then probably like Dan and Spencer are kind of interchangeable. Spencer's got like a lot of really funny takes on things, and he's really funny the the times that he's in. But a lot of times he's just like a "Don't talk to me unless we're playing D and D right now" kind of guy. It, it gets better later on, but yeah. So probably like probably Jeff, Dan. I love Rob, but Jeff. Dan, Spencer, Rob. Well, yeah, do we, yeah, do you want to do some scales for final thoughts? What are you thinking, Andrew? Yeah, scales. I, I, the scale I was going to say is, uh, the one I was interested in on how you guys felt about it was, where does this rank on GVP to, uh, Sam Harris for you guys? This is A, my favorite scale, and B, I think this is actually closer to the middle than I expected because you kind of have to pay attention to, especially during when they're doing improv to get a good laugh out of it. This is like an all-time car podcast for me. I think this is like the most beautiful car podcast in the entire world besides ours. Uh, no big deal. So I would say like, you know, if, if, if uh, GVP was 1, Sam Harris was 10, I would give them like 4.55 on that scale. So I'm really curious how you guys feel about the listen, but like the easy of ease of listening. I would call it a 2 or 3. Like it's okay. so close to GVP, but not quite that ridiculous, although it, it gets there at times. They really riff and they go all out. And just because, like, you can tune out and then come back in 10 minutes later. And I don't think you've necessarily missed the entire That's thing. Fair. Like, you can just come right back in. That's very fair. Jeff? Yeah. I think it goes back and forth. Like, I think for the main part of the episodes, you could really listen at any point. But then for the improv bits and for the D&D and stuff like that, I definitely rewind to make sure I catch all of it. So probably like a four. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I feel like I, I feel like to get a good laugh out of it, I have to be really listening to the improv bits. But I think it depends on the section too. Yeah. So, all right. Cool. Any other scales you guys got? I would call it eight out of ten drinks. I think they're drunk almost all the time. And- <laughs> <laughs> they're not quite as drunk as us, but no. Jeez, I, mean, I can't imagine being that drunk in podcasting. It would be a disaster. Oh my gosh. Yeah, they really push the limits. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if I have any of the scales. I. I. I just. You know, we usually talk about if we would recommend it. And I want to say it. This is not a podcast I recommend to everybody. I have recommended it to people before and kind of regretted it. They're like, what the fuck is this podcast? Because it's very chaotic. But if if you're looking for entertaining podcasts, then I would 100% recommend it. Oh, my God. I just thought of a new rank to channel our D&D-ness. You know what? We should we should start ranking podcast, podcast scales on the affiliation scales. Oh, my gosh. That's a great idea. Uh, okay. So <laughs> this is like the perfect neutral, chaotic neutral podcast. Yes. It's, yeah, I totally agree. That fits the bill. It's chaotic neutral. I want it. We should do this more. We'll do. Maybe we'll do more of that during the recap. That'd be great. Do we have any evil podcasts? Yeah, you call I was like, chaotic evil. Uh, we'll find one. The... We'll find one. Maybe maybe Cortex is evil in a way. I don't know. Oh, that's a great point. 
Yeah. Like, uh, uh, it's more lawful evil. Yeah, lawful <laughs> Definitely evil. Definitely lawful. Yeah. Lawful neutral. There you go. Well, we'll do more of those. I think that's a great... Uh, we should channel our D&D for that. That's. A, I think that'd be a fun one. That's a great That's a great idea. It, it, oh, right. oh, it's my turn to pick for next week, by the way. And I'm a man of the people, so we're going to listen to a podcast that one of our listeners recommended. Ooh. Which one? And I forgot what it was. Schwami recommended, but I want to do the one he recommended because he was the first person to recommend us a podcast. It's uh, Stuff You Should Know, the only other podcast I've really checked out, he says. Stuff You Should Know for next week. I will find an episode and let you guys know. Get it? Stuff You Should Know next Stuff week. Stuff You Should Know. Well, I guess, I guess uh, so Will wasn't the first one to recommend. I'm not ready to go back to sports yet, though. I want to do it just like a podcast podcast. This is just a podcast podcast. Yeah, we'll do Stuff We Should Know. I guess we'll have to look at popular episodes. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. We'll do that, and then uh, uh, we'll choose one, and we'll we'll do that. That's that's the plan. I'm a man of the people. Everyone should know me as the man of the people. The man of the people. Great, excellent. Well, any any final words for us, Andrew? Oh, um, you know, I have to pee so bad. I just I can't think of anything <laughs> besides the sweet <laughs> relief of urinating right now. Well, Hayden, you got any final words for us? The sweet relief of urinating. <laughs> I, I want to talk to you guys a little longer about some stuff going on in my life. So if we could all just hang around yeah, for a little while longer. Yeah. I really want to get into it. Hold no, on. Let me Good hit stuff. the pause. Let me stop recording and pee, for the love of God. Please. No, I was just kidding. I was just trying to stall so you didn't pee. Oh. Oh, my. Fuck you. Like... Oh, fuck you. Keep this in so everyone realizes Jeff's an asshole. You manipulate like, yeah, the Jeff, absolute shit out of me. I didn't talk. realize that. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, Jeff, you've never, uh, yeah. I'm like, yeah. you've never approached us this way. Like, you I didn't even text you. us. Let's do it. Let's do it. How oh, dare you pray on our friendship that bitch. way? Oh, fuck you. And then he, <coughs> oh, sorry. <coughs> I choked on my spit. Edit this out. This is a great ending. <laughs> right here. It's staying the- in, yeah. That's going in. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Someone can make a remix out of that. Oh, we could loop no, it. No. No, not another remix. <laughs>